0: How's it going, everybody? I appreciate you tuning into the podcast. If you've listened before, thank you for tuning back in. If it's your first time, do me a quick favor. And if you wouldn't mind, subscribe on whatever platform it is that you're listening. It's the best way to support the show. And if you enjoy it, share it with some of your friends. They might enjoy it too. My guest today is an up-and-coming jiu-jitsu star who recently competed at the ADCC East Coast Trials. And although he took third place, he caught the eye of a lot of people. Uh, for those who are Jiu Jitsu fans, may be familiar with Tom DeBlas, who was the host of this year's event. And he talked a lot about the exciting style of my guest. And it's cool because I had been connected with him a little bit prior. He's from Austin, Texas, and has trained a lot with some of my friends at 10th Planet and he's got a budding MMA career. His style is electric and if you get a chance watch some of the YouTube videos so you can understand what I'm talking about while I'm having a conversation because he's a lot of fun to watch. His name is Cody Steele. Enjoy the episode. But before we enjoyed this episode like we always do a quick shout out to the sponsor Action Specialty Roast Coffee and Natural Supplements. Make sure you head to the website, drinkaction.com, use action with a K, and check out the specialty roast coffees and natural supplements on the website. If you sign up for a subscription, all orders will receive 20% off, and you'll also get an additional discount if you use the code word curious. Make sure you check out Ambitious, the medium roast. If you've never tried coffee before, it's a great way to kind of get into the coffee thing. And if you want a little extra kick of caffeine, here's a pro tip. Light roast coffee has the highest caffeine. So check out our gold. And it doesn't matter if you want a whole bean pre-ground or K-cup, we've got you covered. You can also check out products like Active, turmeric, and hemp combination blend. Great for reduction of inflammation, joint health, just overall health and well-being. Make sure you head to the website, drinkaction.com. Use that code word, Curious, and enjoy the episode. It's perfect. I appreciate you coming and taking some time on a Sunday to uh, have a conversation with.
1: Yeah, man. I uh, appreciate you having me.
0: Yeah. No, I, you know, it's a couple months ago some of my buddies from 10th planet were telling me about you and they're like, there's this guy, he's up and coming MMA fighter, BJJ, black belt, just a a specimen and a motor that never quits. You got to check, you know, see what's going on with him. And I started to watch you. And then, you know, obviously I think a lot of people recently kind of got a glimpse of you because of a post that Tom DeBlas put up, um, but I mean, I guess more because of the performance that you put on at the East Coast Trials for ADCC. And I was like, I got to get on his calendar because he's probably going to get mad requests to have conversations with people. And I wanted to yeah. make sure that I, I circled back around because I think I even may have reached out a while ago about having a conversation. It's just, you know, schedules kind of got crazy, but, you know, yeah, excited, yeah. To, have, so excited to, to chat with you. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. <laughs> so what what's the story behind... Cody Steele, which by the way, I don't know if you get this, but I got a feeling there's gonna be some disappointed people who think that they're getting on a podcast with a porn star. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just um I say like I started jujitsu, I was just about to turn 18. Um, I was still in high school. So like so I used to live in Washington, moved over to uh Texas, my mom was just wanting to get out of the small town. And um yeah, I came here and I only wrestled like maybe like two years in middle school and then two years in high school. But I remember like being in like high school and like wrestling. I was like, man, like I don't know what I really want to do with my life, you know. I'm like, but I kinda wanna do something like this. Like one, it's just it keeps you in great shape and stuff. And two, I mean, it's like you kind of like get to fight people, you know. So I ended up, when I moved to Texas, when I came home, my mom was like, hey, we're going to move to Texas. She's like, you can either stay here, finish out your school. This is about to be my senior year. And uh, she's like, or you can just move out, or she, or we can just go, go to Texas right now. You finish your senior year there. And I was like, all right. So I kind of just thought, like, I think I want to leave this small town. I, I don't know much about Austin, Texas or anything, but like I know it's like a bigger city. So I feel like there's going to be a lot of opportunity for me, you know, so I ended up leaving. But the thing is, when we moved to Texas, Texas is more of like, especially like Austin, it's kind of just more of like a football uh, state. So didn't have any wrestling. They had like a club wrestling thing I did, but it was very small and it was just beginning. So I went to, I started playing football over there, which I've always played football my whole life, which I loved. And um, after football ended, I was like, all right, I got to find something to do. And then I found, uh, I found jujitsu. I looked up, I looked up uh, just jujitsu because I was thinking like, maybe I want to go, maybe, maybe I want to do some MMA or something like that. And then I found like a gym and I had like Muay Thai boxing. And then I also had jujitsu. And then I swear I ended up meeting like my instructor, uh, Rodrigo. He kind of pretty much, just took me under his wing for you know. And he was just telling me like I was ended up like skipping some school, like just showing up to noon classes, going there. And then after high school, he was just like, "Man, what are you gonna do?" I was like, "I don't know." I was like, "I think I'm working out like Chipotle or something at the time." <laughs> you were like, just
0: I, a gym rat then.
1: Yeah, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted to kind of just train, you know. And then he just took me in, and he uh, he was like telling me like, "Hey, man, you know." you're good at this, you know, if you, if you just do it every day and you treat this like your job or you're going to school, then, you know, I think that you can make something out of this. And I was like, ah, okay. I was like, well, when do I get paid and stuff? He's like, well, you don't really get paid and stuff. I was like, damn, it's like, so I got to do all this work. I'm getting no money. And he's like, no, that's part of it. You know, it's like, you just got to keep, keep going keep the, um, keep working every day. It's like I said, you show up just like a job every day. And I was like, all right. So, and so from then on from my like 18 I just was like going twice a day all day staying there hanging out with him he was just you know showing me how to do jujitsu slowly and then yeah now we're I've been there I've been with him since I've been a white belt and now we're here black belt and now we're fighting everybody.
0: Um, it's crazy too because you didn't know it at the time I don't anybody really knew it but Austin's become like the Mecca for BJJ. So you kind of landed yourself smack dab in the middle of where all the action was going to be. And you're coming into your own, you're peaking and giving yourself an opportunity to perform in front of some of the world's greatest in, in and in compete against some of the world's greatest. And I think that's probably one of the coolest things about seeing this like giant surge of mixed martial arts it's kind of always been there with on it I think a little bit and I don't know yeah. they seem to almost turn their back I don't know if they turn their back on MMA but they probably prior to the the big acquisition decided to you know get to a wider audience and take the focus so much off of that combat sports focus that they kind of built their existence around but now it just seems like any anybody and everybody who is something in mixed martial arts or bjj is considering austin or at least spending a lot of time there
1: yeah yeah it's it's crazy i mean like i i love that uh jujitsu is kind of like the mecca now like austin that's where it's at because i used to be at california so when i was like white belt blue belt uh pro belt like i was like man i need to like move to california i need to go train with all these Jitsu guys to be good you know but shoot, I mean, I was, it's all here, you know, and the MMA part, I'm, I'm trying to see, I just kind of like, there's MMA guys around here and I kind of just get together with them and I just do my thing. But I think like in a couple of years, MMA will be like uh, pretty big here too, you know, hopefully, but um, with just all the people who are coming through here, I don't see why it wouldn't happen, you know, but I think it's just hard to have an MMA gym. I'm not sure. I know Florida and uh, California, they just have so many MMA gyms there.
0: Yeah. now there are, there's a lot of great camps and there's a lot of shitty ones though, too, which I think is, yeah, you know, that's probably why some of the, the really good ones, you know, I know um, I do a lot of work with Rumble Johnson and the, the camp that he changed to down in Florida with Sanford MMA mm-hmm. with Henry Hooft. I mean, there's just so many great guys. And then you now you even look at Denver with Trevor Whitman. And I mean, there's a lot of really good, talented fighters out of the, the Denver area as well, but Yeah, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, you, when you kind of got to 2018, 2019, that seems to be when everything kind of changed for you. Was there Mm -hmm. something like at that point in time that for you, things started to really click or was it just a, you know, getting out there, competing more, having yourself be in these positions where a lot of people could see you because your style is so exciting and almost in and of itself, I'm sure is like what draws a lot of people and continues to have them want to follow you.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, like, I would say, um, I would say like I fought on, it was like before combat, I fought on third coast grappling and I was like a brown belt still. And then they ended up pairing me up with this. I was supposed to fight this like really tough guy at first. I'm like, shit, it's going to be rough, but I need to fight these guys. And then, got injured because yeah I think he he got hurt by like Craig Jones or something like that and then they replaced him with DJ Jackson and so then at the time I was like oh my god DJ Jackson like this is gonna be this is gonna be crazy it's gonna be hard to fight this guy and and then I that was probably like the first like big name that I fought where like I beat him and I was like whoa I was like I could I can kind of I could kind of do I could kind of do this but like I was like maybe I just got lucky you know and like I don't know and then Like, later, I ended up fighting Johnson Tava on a fight to win. It was, like, a brown belt. He he was a black belt. Yeah, I was still brown belt. And he ended up beating me on a fight to win. And I was like, okay, that sucks. Like, I still got a lot of work. But I was also dealing with, like, that mental blockage where it was, like, I'm fighting, like, a big name. And so I was like, I don't know, it's hard when you square up with someone that you, like, think, like, the guy is, like, super, super good, which they are really, really good you kind of like limit yourself from like doing a hundred percent and doing what you do, you know? Yeah. So I was dealing with that. But then I think I went to combat jujitsu and then I was like, I want to do this. Like, this looks fun. Like, and I want to do MMA. So this will be like a good test. If I want to do MMA, if I like this, then I'm going to do MMA. If I don't like it, then maybe I don't do it or whatever. And I remember being in the back and I just saw like all these jujitsu guys they're doing like De Hiva. Uh, bolos and stuff like that and I was like damn okay like I was like I'm not gonna do that but if they're gonna try to do that then I'm gonna like I'm gonna smack them you know and so I felt like I I ran through that whole tournament just kind of hitting people you know I didn't really do too much jiu-jitsu so I was like oh uh, but I was thinking like in my head you know it's not really like a jiu-jitsu match you know it's like we're gonna fight kind of and I just had like a mindset of like I'm just gonna go out there have fun and um just Get some highlight reels on some people, and and I think once I kind of made that switch, just to have fun and just go do things like that and make it entertaining and make it fun. I think that's when my matches started to like kind of get more easier for me too. Like I don't put I wouldn't put so much pressure on myself if I won or lost.
0: Is that where it comes from? Because I mean, I wanted to ask you, your style's just electric. I mean, you're suplexing guys three, four, five times in a row. You're just unrelenting. Is that just something that you enjoy doing or is there a part of you where you're like, you know, the people watching want to see excitement like that as well?
1: Yeah. I, it's like a little bit of both. I mean, like for, for me, it's like, it's fun, you know, like I, I love doing that stuff. And then two, it kind of like breaks the person. Like if you can launch somebody, you know, from their feet on their head, they're like, damn, like what's going on? You know, it's like kind of demoralizing a little bit, you know? And then, Two, and then three yeah I mean like people people like to see that stuff you know I, I catch myself sometimes I'll be watching jujitsu matches and then I see two guys uh pulling guard and then they're kind of just sitting there forever and I'm like man like I'm not saying they're bad because they're really good people that do it they're just really good but it's just like they try to I feel like they try to win so bad that they forget about the match and it ends up being so boring you know so it's like these guys are like all these guys are like chasing the top of the podium but Sometimes the guy at the top of the podium doesn't get that much love anyways, you know? So, and then also, like I said, like if you're putting on exciting fights, I feel like both, both of them are winners and you know, they both win. Like my, uh, my teammate, William, he fought Cade uh, Rotolo in the finals at the trials. That match was so like technical and aggressive and freaking just a really good match that like, I was like, man, and I was like, none, none of you guys lost that. Just only one person got the medal and then the other person got second, you know, but
0: it's probably even more important now that jujitsu and, and just, you know, submission grappling in general is kind of, it's becoming an avenue to make money, but that there's an entertainment aspect. I think for so long because it was not a mainstream sport and it was very traditional in a lot of ways that the showmanship didn't need to be a part part. It was, you know, frowned upon a little bit to be a part of it. But now that there is, you know, there's some big paychecks coming um, and a lot of organizations that are promoting these things. And I think that's really cool. And it's very smart for you to recognize that, you know, as a way to continue to progress through that whole, you know, evolving ecosystem and give yourself the options too of, you know, whether it be MMA or combat jujitsu or, you know, competing at a fight to win, um, it's who's number one. I mean, that's, there's a lot of, a lot of places for guys like yourself to go and, you know, slamming people around I'm sure is uh, something that the promoters are looking for to, to put tickets, you know, through the roof, but like, how do you train for that? You know, to, is there, is there anything that you do in particular? I mean, you're obviously, I think anybody that's watched you, I mean, you're a, a physical specimen and, you know, that's, I'm sure goes a long way into being able to just launch people. You remind me of Sean Shirk, if you remember. Yeah,
1: Sean Shirk, sure. he was a double guy. I like that guy.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> but like, how do you, is there a specific way that you train for that maximum output or is it just doing a lot of things to get your heart rate, you know, up and then back down and being like interval type training or?
1: Um, I kind of mix it up a lot. So like for me, like when I'm training, I say, like, the biggest thing for me is, like, it's just, like, how consistent I can be. Like, I'll eat around the same meals. I eat, you know, I'm doing the same routine. And it's – a lot of it's, like, doing cardio, working out, uh, doing jujitsu, doing striking, you know, like, every day. Um, And I just feel like that's just, like, the biggest key. You know, I just don't take too many days off. And then it just slowly – it just slowly adds up, you know. Like, my – i was talking to this one guy and he was telling him like, like hey man i was like you got anything i was like good job on your turn or whatever i was like you got anything coming up he's like oh man i don't know like i'm just i guess i was like i'm trying to find something If i don't find anything like i get so lazy and i just stop training or something like that and i was like i was like okay yeah i was like know, i was like you know the difference between you know someone like you and someone like me bro is like i don't ever stop like after i'm done competing and I, I don't have anything on the schedule like you know, I'm still training as if I did, you know, because these things just pop up out of nowhere. You know, I, I'm like mentally preparing for like my title fights in the future is how I kind of think about it. Like I know in three, four, whatever years, I'm going to have a big opportunity or a big time, like opportunity for me to uh, approach and like, I need to prepare for it now, you know, I can't prepare for what it's like, it's approached to me. So I just say it would just say like consistency, you know, every day, all, all day
0: it's got to be hard though, with the style you have, like, you can't go to training. Maybe, I don't know, maybe people in Austin hate you, but like, there's no way you go to to training and like suplex your training partners three or four times in a row. Like there is, I mean, is it just come through all of that consistency and just being in the gym and working that you're able to do that? Or, I mean, are you actually, you know, launching, you know, freaking medicine balls over your shoulder or dummies over your shoulder in order to like prepare for that
1: yeah it's funny because sometimes people like they'll come like especially now we have so many people that come through the gym and they want to like kind of like train with us or see us and stuff and it's funny because like when people they like roll with me they're kind of very timid and scared and they're like like, oh man like oh my my shoulder kind of hurts and stuff on my head (laughs) it's fine but like I'm actually, like, one of, like, this. I'm, like, super gentle when I roll. Like, I'm, like, very ego-friendly. Fr- like, like, I let, like, when I roll, um, part of, like, my training is, like, like, I'm always just flowing. I'm always moving, putting myself in, like, really weird positions and slash, like, bad positions. Like, if they take my back, then I work my back escapes, you know, and especially, like, because, like, when I'm competing, I'll be going so hard or whatever, and then maybe I'll slip up, and then I'm in a terrible spot. But, like, I know where I'm at at all times for the most part. Like, if the guy's almost taking my back, I kind of know where I'm at. And then maybe the guy's, like, trying to really hold my back, take my back, choke me. But I know exactly where I'm at, you know, because I've already put myself in these, like, really bad spots so many times. So I stay calm through the whole thing and, and things like that. But, like, I'm very flowy with my uh, training. And, I'm, and when I would say, like, when I'm training, I don't ever, like, give, like – there's, like, certain days out of the week. So, like, if I do – like, say, like, two, three days out of the week, maybe mostly two, I have those days where I'm, like, I don't give much, I give, like, 100%, I go hard, and I do what I got to do, especially if I'm getting closer to, like, my fights, but for the most part, I train every day, but I only train about, like, 50, 40, 60%, you know, just so, like, I don't kill my body, and then I can, like, replenish and go again and do it again, you know, because if I go 100% and I burn myself every day, I won't make it past Tuesday, you know, so I just have these little workouts that I chip away. I'll do like, like three, four workouts a day. And they're all like 60%, 40%. I just, I just try to push myself as much as I can.
0: Yeah. Do you measure your biometrics through any type of like whoop strap or you just kind of go by the feel knowing your body from just kind of the years of doing it?
1: Yeah. I just, just from going, I just go with how I feel, but I am going to get one of those, uh, those whoop tracker things. I just feel like I need one, but, but yeah, I I just kind of go off how I feel. I'll be like, Oh man, I feel a little strange. I don't know. Eat, I'll drink something, eat something. But I just, I drink like a lot of water. I feel like water saves me. Like I was like, I have to drink like almost like a gallon and a half.
0: I don't think people realize how important water is. Yeah, it's a it's a game changer. Like it,
1: it really you could eat really bad. If I eat something really bad, I'm like oh man, I feel terrible. Like I'll just drink like a ton of water, and it just the next day it'll just flush out of me.
0: Yeah, and it's the consistency of it, right? It's like it. Yeah, I'm so guilty of it myself. But like getting ready to go do something, you know, you're gonna exert yourself with in an hour or two beforehand. You're like guzzling bottles of water, and it's like it's too, late. too late. You know, it's too, too late. late. <laughs> Drinking those waters a couple of days ago and, and continuing to drink them and replenishing your electrolytes. And I've even given some thought to like Himalayan salts and just trying to find ways because I found myself having like chest pain and mm-hmm. I was getting a little nervous and I went to the doctor and they put me on an EKG and I had an irregular heartbeat going and they did some labs on me and their conclusion was I was dehydrated, like severely dehydrated to the yeah. point where the electrolytes were depleted enough that my heart rhythm was getting a little messed up. And so I think just, I'm a big on the sauna and I saw you doing the cryo tank after you got back from New Jersey, Mm -hmm. which I wanted to ask you is, you know, that part of your regimen regularly. And if you, you know, do things like the sauna, but I think being in the sauna for me, there's been so much benefit, but I certainly wasn't like drinking enough water to supplement everything I was losing from just workouts and then going straight from a workout into the sauna for 20 to 30 minutes, you know, it just adds up and even water alone, I don't think was like giving me back everything that I was losing, you know? Yeah,
1: for sure. I mean, like my thing is when I drink water, cause I'm like really bad at it too. Sometimes, especially like when it starts to get cold, like Texas is hot. So when it's hot, I'm just drinking water all day. Yeah. But when it gets cold, like I don't ever really feel like drinking water. So, like, anytime I'm, like, kind of thirsty or I just want a drink, I'll just, like, chug water. Like, I don't, like, drink water. I just chug water, and then I'll put it down. Like, all right. And then if I'm ever, like, thirsty again, then I'll just, like, just like chugging water again.
0: Now do, are you able to enjoy the, the great nightlife and things to, to do in Austin, or are you pretty laser-focused on training? Because, I mean, you're – to go is – I mean, even though you're not going 100% every day, I mean, to go as consistently as you do – I'd imagine you got to sacrifice a lot of what a lot of other 24, 25 year old dudes are doing in Austin, uh, you know, 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night.
1: Yeah, it does. That, that, that part does kind of suck. I remember though, like kind of like saying, like, I have to, I think there's certain things I have to sacrifice and, like, yeah, because I never went to, like, college or anything like that. So, like, I was like, all right, if I don't go to college and, uh, and I want to do this, like, I have to focus on this. I can't take, like, um, pit stops and little things. I can't take no breaks. I just got to focus. And, like, going out is definitely, like, I love going out. I always have a super good time. I find some time hanging out with my friends. But I can't do it all the time. And because, like, if I do that and then I try to recover from the week, It's like, it's, it's hard, you know? So I try up. It does. It does. Like I'll, I'll go out, whatever. I'll feel okay on Sunday, but then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm just like dragging and I'm like losing my round. I'm not so focused. I don't have like the motivation to like want to go out and like go for a run or do anything like that. So like, those are the things I've had to like kind of sacrifice or like go on dates and stuff with chicks, but it's all good. It'll be worth it.
0: So many careers. Have been just destroyed by that excess. That mostly wild guys in, in mixed martial arts. I mean, they're all crazy for the most part. I mean, you shit, John Jones. You know, perfect example, right? It's just yes. like which it blows my mind when you think I don't. I don't understand how talented he must be, because yeah. as much as everybody knows about his antics and the partying, and I mean, he obviously works hard. He, he has to, but there's some very, very gifted genetics that come along with being in that family and having two brothers like he had. And I'm sure just the battles that probably went on. I have three little brothers myself and I know like every generation or I guess not generation, but every age drop, like they got tougher and tougher because the older ones were, we were just beating the hell out of each other. And oh, yeah. that, that <laughs> family has to be just, a a very difficult family to survive in, but to think about, I mean, he's been honest that, Hey, you know, I was partying, I was drinking, I was doing Coke before the Cormier fight. But I'm sure that's an understatement. I bet you if people really knew like what was going on, they would be just blown away. And it just, it shocks me because so many guys don't get through that. And I think, you know, the mentality you have about just steering away from it and knowing what's important, that's the way to go. But for as many people that haven't followed that advice and their talent has just careened off the road and kind of went into a ball of flames, it's just amazing that he's been able to do what he's been able to do all while living in so much chaos. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's pretty wild. I don't know. I don't know how he does. I mean, he's a giant. So like maybe he can just, just his body can handle it differently. But yeah, for me, it's like, i don't know it, it sucks i like I, said, I enjoy it i love going out with my friends but sometimes i'll find myself out there too i'm like man what am i doing i should just be at home sleep. i'm so tired anyways and then it's just like there's no point to it but i do like if i go out if i do leave like i go out of town i'm competing and i've got nothing else going on and i'm with some friends like i'll go out and have some fun time and stuff but um i try to i like it more like that if i celebrate or if i worked hard and then i i got to do it i feel better about doing it too instead of if i just do it on a random like saturday or something and then i have like a fight coming up and i'm like ah, i need to be home chilling
0: how much of that comes from having a mentor like you did with rodrigo early on in in your journey with martial arts and i'm sure so many other people that were in those gyms but i mean was that a big part or have you always been a disciplined type person even back to, you know, as a childhood? um,
1: It's kind of both. Like, he's taught me, like, so many things and about discipline and things. And what I, he's never, like, been like to me, like, oh, you can't do this. You don't, you don't do that. Like, he just, he would just give me advices and, you know, this is that you might do this, but like, these are consequences of this and da da da. And I just, I feel like I just listen to him. I just, like, sometimes if I don't agree with like people that are like older than me, like, I would just be like, I mean, I'll do it anyways, and then I end up doing it, and it works out because you know I have a lot of good people around me. But uh, for the most part, you know, yeah, I would just I just felt like it was wrong anyways. Like I'd go out, do it, feel like crap, and then I would go train, and then I'd start losing in training, and then I would get mad at myself because I felt so bad, and then so yeah, I was just like, you know what, I'm not gonna do this. And I feel like there's a time and place, you know, it's gonna be a time in my life where. I have a little bit more free time, and then I'll probably have more money, so I'll be able to do more fun things. So, I'm I'm good for now.
0: So, obviously, ADCCs. I, I actually, you know, what was that experience like going out to New Jersey? It seemed like a super electric event, but what, yeah. what was that like? Was that your first time competing in ADCCs?
1: Um, it wasn't my first time. It was my it was my second time. The first time I did it, I was. I was just, I just went, I just went just to go just because I was like, oh, this will be a fun experience. I think I was weighing like 178 or something like that. And then I ended up going and just doing the weight class above because I just wanted to go and like feel it and see it. But then, so I fought like these big dudes and I was like just fighting and it was was just hard because they were just so much bigger than me. And I think I made it to the third round or the fourth round. I was like, oh damn, like I was like, I could probably do pretty good at this. Like if I actually cut the weight and like focused, you know. And then I was getting ready for the the second trial of the West Coast. And I was training with this white belt and we were just kind of going hard and I was just moving moving around with him. And then I like I stood up and he like grabbed my back and like he didn't like throw me back. He just jumped on me sideways mm-hmm. and then just like snapped my foot, like sucked so bad. I was like. I was feeling that pain. I was feeling that for a long time. Like, it was, like, a very long time I was feeling it. So, the trials came up. I didn't do the trials. Um, I got back to, like, training, I think. Like, I couldn't walk on my foot for, like, almost three weeks. Like, I was just, like, wobbling on it. It was terrible. And then got back to that. I uh, started training, got back to competing, but it was still kind of bugging me. Um, this trials finally came up, and then it was good. Like, I felt super trained for it. I felt really prepared for it, and I think, like I said, like, I had, like, that mentality of, like, I really don't care what's gonna happen. I'm just gonna go out there and have fun and do what I do, and I felt like I wasn't training as much jiu-jitsu, but I was training so much MMA and striking and everything. Like, my cardio was, like, really good, so I wasn't worried about that, but then um, when we get to the tournament, there's just so many people there. Like, we walked in, and it was just like a huge line of people. And I was like, damn, we got to fight all these guys. Like, this is crazy. How
0: many people and, uh, were in your weight class in your bracket? I
1: think, I think it was like 200 and like 30 something. It was insane. It was such a crazy bracket. And like I remember at weigh-ins so I was like, this is going to be a sketchy turn. Cause like I, we went in me and William and we were like looking around. I was like, I was like, I've never seen any of these guys before. Like these guys are all new faces, but like, that just means like there's just everyone's so good too like and, and now with like youtube and instructionals like every one of those guys kind of have like a good weapon you know they got like a two-on-one grip to go to like a heel hug so you can't like sleep on anybody you just have to be locked in and you gotta try to run through everybody so i just that's kind of what i did i just took every every match like match by match by match didn't really think about who i was fighting next because <laughs> people that I thought were going to win end up getting dropped out early because there's just, there's just so many good guys in the tra- uh, bracket. It was crazy. It was like a little war zone in there.
0: <laughs> What's the dream match for you? Do you have any matches out there, or MMA or BJJ, that you have always really wanted and kind of feel like now that you're getting a little bit more attention and there's a lot of avenues for promoters to put great shows on? I mean, is there anybody that you're kind of looking to lock it up with and, and see how you compete.
1: yeah uh honestly, I would be down to fight or go against like anybody, you know, especially if they're willing to like exchange and do like like just fight from everywhere from like do wrestling to to guard to whatever like I'm I'd be down for any of that. Um I feel like I've I've like matched up with most of the people I've wanted to fight with like this last year I fought a lot of good guys. The only guy I didn't uh, get a match with was uh, Gary Tonin. Um, I would love to, like, get a match with him one day. And I feel like that would be, like, a pretty, like, electric match. It would be all over the place. <laughs> yeah. um, but right now, he's getting ready for, like, an MMA fight. So, I'm super stoked to watch him fight in that. It's, like, over at one championships.
0: Oh, that'll be cool. I'd love yeah. to see that match. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be, that'd be really fun. <laughs> What else you got going on? I ever, you know, consider, you know, your own gym coaching, you know, what's, what's this long road for you because you obviously can't fight forever. I guess you can grapple a little bit longer, but like, what's, what's your thought process in this going forward? you want to stick with the sport and just find different ways to, you know, do things in that or.
1: My goal or where I like, where I see myself is, um, to kind of go down the career path of like MMA and my goal is to just get in there you know win win belts win titles put on really good fights exciting fights get bonuses um get into the get into that scene make my name make some money get out and then The fact that if I have that money, I want to, like, I want to open up my own gym. And then once I open up my own gym, I want to, like, kind of do it how I want to do it. And then at that time, I want to just compete and run my gym. Yeah, just run my gym and then keep competing. You know, I think there's, like, guys like Wagner and Cyborg, you know, like, or just Josh Hinger. Like, there's older competitors that are, like, you know, 37, 38, or 35, 36, Like, they're all on that age gap and they're still competing with like the best you know oh, i looking, think
0: i that, mean you got glover to share just won the the freaking lightweight championship and with jujitsu i mean it, there's definitely a way
1: oh yeah i mean exactly you know and i feel i think like that that gives me a couple more good runs for acs you know so hopefully you know i'll get older i'll have more experience i'll be a little bit i'll have like better jujitsu um I'll uh, and I think I'll be able to like take a title in the ADC eventually one year you know so I'll be my goal I'll just kind of I don't know it's like I'm like I'm a competitor so I'm like I I don't know I don't think right now I'm like not thinking too much except competing but my goal is definitely you know get into MMA make the money get the bonuses move on open my gym and then try to help people around me like my friends and all that and then keep competing and Grow
0: my gym as much as I can. Yeah. It's it's cool, man. It's really cool. I'm excited to watch and see. You know, hopefully you uh you do well on these West Coast trials. It's uh I'm sure a dream come true to be able to go and compete in the world championships for something like that. But um, no, dude, this was this was a lot of fun. I appreciated the the chat on a Sunday. I've uh I've wanted to connect with you, and next time I'm in Austin, I'll have to hit you up um yeah. and we need to get you some i'll get you some action gear i know um got some things going on with the the 10th planet team and we're looking to really expand and lean into the mma space more so uh i'd yeah. love to work with you in some capacity as well too in the future so yeah that would be awesome i would love that yeah just let me know we can connect off this but appreciate it a ton cody and um you know where can everybody find you on social it's at cody Steele
1: yeah cody underscore steel bjj it's best way through instagram awesome
0: well dude enjoy your sunday i'm gonna go it's actually snowing here in pittsburgh wow which wow I, Ooh. I know, right it's uh came a little bit quicker than i was expecting so i got yeah. two little guys they want to go outside and go sledding i'm like oh yeah. god i wasn't prepared for this right now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i need to go get my winter clothes out but oh god yeah so appreciate the time and uh Good luck with everything. Thank
1: you so much. And thank you for having me. Definitely, dude. Talk soon. Yeah.